Welcome to the Sports Finder Podcast. Let's get ready to rumble! Sports Finder community, we're back with our regular segment where we speak to great people from the world of sports. And today, it is no different. I have Mr. Perry Sopinski. Perry, welcome to the show, buddy. Thank you, Ahmad. Glad to be here. It is my absolute pleasure. Perry, before we get into your current day-to-day and what, and what you're currently working on, let's go back in time. Who was Perry as a young man at school? Well, I still like to consider myself a young man. I'm only 24 right now. Uh, I don't <laughs> plan on <laughs> I don't plan on growing up or maturing anytime soon. So, um, as a kid, I played sports all the time. Loved playing any kind of game I could do. Uh, get my hands on. Um, I played basketball, lacrosse, soccer, football, baseball, tennis, everything you could pretty much imagine growing up. So, when I got to college, nothing really changed for me. Freshman year knocking on everyone's doors, trying to play basketball every day, trying to play any kind of sport. Um, really, any way I can get involved with sports and games and anything that requires physical activity, um, definitely interested in. Um, so, yeah, that's really me. I am a kid at heart, and I plan on saying kid at heart. Um, but you can still accomplish great things as a kid as long as you're motivated and have the kind of tunnel vision that you need to find any kind of company you plan on doing absolutely let's talk about your journey into college okay so I wasn't entirely sure what I wanted to do in college I'm the oldest in my family I have two younger sisters Um, I'm the oldest cousin on both sides of my family I have probably 20 younger cousins on both sides of my family combined nice Um, so I don't have anyone who could really tell me what to do going into college there's no one who says this major is best for you. This is what will lead to you making money in your future and having successful family and all that stuff. So my number one fear is not being able to provide for my family. So I want to do whatever I can to make sure I have enough money for my family, my sister's family, my cousin's family and everyone who ever needs. So I don't want to do it the regular way as a corporate slave. So I went into college, um, wasn't entirely sure what I wanted to do. So choosing my major, I was between statistics, math, physics. Um, I wasn't like I, I wasn't very informed on the decision. So going into those majors, I was told that if you wanted to do those majors, the jobs are very specific and there weren't many open jobs at the moment. So my AP physics teacher in high school, senior year, suggested civil engineering to me so my dad was all right with that my dad's a lawyer so I knew I didn't want to be a lawyer because I see how he works and his job's a lot of reading and reading is my enemy I'm very good at math so reading just like um, some people have a very good sense of smell and they have a very poor sense of hearing like it's compromised like that I like to give an analogy that I'm very good at math but I'm not the best at reading so um, um, my physics teacher, myself, 
my physics teacher, Mr. Shidley, from Plymouth White Marsh High School, Pennsylvania, right outside of Philadelphia. Um, he suggested civil engineering. I went into college, focused on civil engineering, knew I was going to get a degree in four years, um, made sure I could do everything I could to get the degree in four years. Um, I also graduated with a business minor. Um, I tried to do a statistics minor also, but they changed the requirements on me. So I ended up making my own statistical models on the MBA and uh, college basketball. So these models would predict how good an NBA team is compared to other teams. They would predict who's going to win against the spread, uh, who's going to cover the over-under against the spread. So as if you're a gambler, this was definitely right up your alley. I would sell this to gamblers in my fraternity and make some good money for them and for myself. Um, so business has always been on my mind. Making money has always been on my mind, but never actually, I never actually wanted to work for a business or study business in school. Um, so going to school, got my engineering degree, got the business minor and some statistical experience. Um, I ended up graduating in four years like I planned, uh, played club lacrosse for two years, and then I graduated and got a job in New York City working in engineering. I worked there for four months and the job was not my favorite job. I, I originally went to school for structures. Um, I found a job in land development, which was a lot of sewage and drainage and land excavation stuff that I wasn't very interested in. So I quit the job after four months and um, ended up finding a job in sports gambling. So now I currently work for a company called Camby in Philadelphia. We make the betting lines for DraftKings, Unibet, Rivers, Casino, Parks, a lot of casinos in America, um, and a bunch of other companies. We're going to be doing Barstool Sportsbook lines. So that's my current job is working for um, a sports betting company. I'm in charge of a lot of college basketball lines. College basketball is my go-to. Um, so any futures you see, any player props you see for college basketball, that's me. Um, but yeah, that's my, I guess, real world education. Um, I like to call Game Sharks not part of the real world because it's kind of a fantasy for me and it just ended up becoming exactly what I had hoped for originally when I first met my original business partner. So it's been a long journey to get here. I've changed a lot since high school. Um, like it's day and night since high school. You have no idea what you're walking into when you get to college. Uh, you have no idea what you're walking into when you leave college. It's just wherever you take yourself with your life, whatever you do with opportunities that you have around you. It's like the way that I've gotten here a lot, everything is based off of connections. If you have a connection, then use that connection, not use it, but like become friendly with them and, you, the sky is the limit for wherever you can go. It's just a matter of putting the right pieces together. Interesting. Um, yeah. To to get to where you are now, before we go into game sharks and and all the rest of it, you would have faced few few challenges. Uh, so you went from engineering to um, sort of betting, and you know different careers from industry to industry. What do you say would be the biggest challenges you faced during that journey? Um, 
the biggest challenge was really finding a good job that my parents would approve of and um, I would approve of and it's up to my standards in a relatable field that I was interested in. So originally I got the engineering degree because I knew it was a good major. I knew it would result in a good job that it's a good salary and it would be nice and steady for a while. But since I'm still a kid, I didn't really like engineering. I didn't really like having to go in 9 a.m. every day, leave at 7 p.m. every day and just work on something that I wasn't very interested in. So like right, the main thing that made me realize I didn't want to work in engineering, Bryce Harper signed with the Phillies and I couldn't talk to anyone about it. Like I'm a Phillies fan. I'm all Philadelphia sports. Villanova basketball is my number one. But just not having – I couldn't really have any conversations with anyone in engineering. Like they were a very – good company all the people there were very nice and very friendly and if I were to work at any engineering company I know that would have been a great place to be because of the people there and the culture and um, they were just good people so nothing against them um, I gave engineering a shot I originally had offers to work at CBS Sports before I worked in engineering but I didn't want to give up on engineering before I gave it a shot so um, I worked in engineering and realized it wasn't for me after a little while. I mutually parted ways with the company right before March Madness and college basketball conference championships. So uh, I gave myself a month or two off of just watching college basketball, going to Atlantic City and watching the tournament with my friends. So once that was over, uh, um, I basically used a connection to get my job at Canby. One of my friends from my fraternity at school worked at Canby and he knew that I was into sports betting and he knew that I would be good at the job. So he gave me a referral and got me a foot in the door there. And since then I had just been carving my own path and offering new markets that haven't ever been offered on any sports book. Um, like college basketball player props on a nightly basis. Those aren't offered anywhere except for us. Um, bunch of different college basketball futures, so I post a lot of college basketball futures, companies like FanDuel, uh, PointsBet, they just copy my odds. So it's, it's cool now to see all of the gambling from the other side. Um, yeah, you just learn a lot more on this side. It's been a long journey to get here, but like I said in the beginning, connections are the number one thing. Connections can get you anywhere. Uh, powerful. I love the way you said uh, those companies are just copying my odds. Um, <laughs> that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's cool. Like, I know when I move a line. Like, if I move a line, like, the NBA draft lottery was, like, last week. I don't know when this is airing, but the NBA draft lottery was left last week, and Timberwolves got the first pick. I don't expect them to be taking Wiseman, so I cut Anthony Edwards, and um, so I bet Edwards on Fando before they moved him. That's just the kind of bets that you got to look for. Look for value. I could give any advice to everyone. Wow, there you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about Game Sharks. Uh, what's going on there? What is what is Game Sharks? Yeah, so Game Sharks right now is a website, GameSharks.com, Game Sharks with a Z. Um, it's a website where any kind of video game player, casual, competitive, pro, if you want to come and meet other gamers or if you want to come and make some money, then you create an account on GameSharks.com. Uh, we host matches, tournaments, and leagues on our site. 
our site is coded so that everything is basically completely automated. So if you want to run a tournament, if you want to participate in a tournament, you just log on, create the tournament, competitors join, and the tournament fills and starts and runs through the site. Um, we're trying to code it for gamers, by gamers. So I work with a lot of gamers. I am a gamer. I play a lot of 2K, Madden, Fortnite, um, NHL, FIFA. So I play a lot of these games, and I talk to a lot of people who play Call of Duty, Halo, Apex, Valorant, all the other shooting games that I don't really get too much into in my free time. So we're trying to provide gamers with everything they need in one central place. So if you want to come on, meet some friends, and just meet the community, we're a place for you. If you want to make some money playing tournaments, matches, or leagues, you can do that. Matches, you can play one to one versus one, two versus two, three versus three, whatever you prefer, whatever game style you prefer. Um, we're adding a bunch of different playing styles. So Madden just came out with Madden 21, and they have the yard, which I haven't seen too much of firsthand, but I've seen on social medias. And um, it seems like that's going to be a really cool way for people to play three on three Madden against people online. So we're just always looking for new ways to expand and new ways to provide games for the gamers to play competitively or casually. Um, so, yeah, it's been a long journey with Game Sharks also. Um, I know you'll probably want me to get into that too. Yeah, I mean, just just take me through, like, how did you – like, what, what made you start? Like, well, what was that trigger that thought, all right, let's start Game Sharks? So it wasn't me who actually started it. Um, my business partner originally, I keep on saying originally because I'm not working with him now, but originally my business partner started the company about six years ago now. So he yeah. was traveling the country. Yeah, he's been in this for a while. So some companies came on in within that six years that also do similar stuff to us. So within those six years, um, he was really focused on running live events. So he was big into Madden and FIFA. So he would travel around the country. He would go from Oklahoma City to Pittsburgh to Dallas to Jacksonville, um, all around the country to host live Madden and FIFA events. Um, so I was studying at Penn State, and he was running an event at Penn State. Um, I came across it one day, and I thought this was really cool. But how are you going to make money off this event like in the long run? So from the start, we connected. We were good friends and wanted to work together. I came to him with some ideas on how he can make some money and turn it into a profitable business, profitable business for himself because that's what he was looking for in the beginning. Um, so we met at Penn State, um, got along, and stuff kind of went stagnant for a little bit while I was at school. I wasn't really focused on my career at that time while I was in school. I was just hanging out with my friends, playing video games, and especially NFL Street and Super Mario Party all night. <laughs> um, so um, we were playing video games. I wasn't really trying to focus on my career. Really, I take things one step at a time. So first step was get my degree. Second step now is make a lot of money so I don't need to work for the rest of my life. Um, third step will be getting in shape and uh, back to how athletic I was in high school. And then fourth step, just travel and have fun. 
But yeah, uh, back to game sharks. I like to get off track a lot. Um, That's fair. My mind's always all over the place. So back to game <laughs> sharks. Um, everything went stagnant for about a year after school. Um, I worked in engineering for those four months. And then right after the tournament was over, I texted my partner. This was probably about actually almost exactly a year ago to the day, probably like a year and two weeks ago. Um, I texted my partner saying I'm ready to get Game Sharks going. Um, I want to be all in on this. I don't want a regular job for the rest of my life. So since that year started, or since that happened about a year and two weeks ago, we have completely reset the site, basically. So when I came in, Game Sharks was a broken site. Um, the site just wasn't functioning at all. So I came in and said, basically, I just took charge and said, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to make money from doing Game Sharks. And this is how it's going to be sustainable for the long run. So within this year, we hired um, a few developers um, to completely revamp the site. Um, so the site is back up and functioning and working great. And um, we have a lot of big plans for the future. So right when I took over, we hosted a Madden circuit. Um, it was in Pittsburgh, New York, Baltimore, Washington, uh, Vineland, New Jersey, Philadelphia, uh, King of Prussia, about like 12 different locations. We had live events and the winners of all of those live events would play on our website for a $1,000 grand prize. So that was a good way for us to get some momentum going, a good way for us to get our name out into the community. We also hosted some FIFA events in New York. Um, we were planning some conventions at the Borgata, but things just didn't work out. So um, after all these live events, it came to my attention that these live events aren't profitable because the costs between all the consoles, all the new games, traveling and gas and food expenses and paying your employees. We had to pay our streamers. We had to pay other tournament organizers to help organize the tournaments and set up everything. So we realized that these weren't very profitable and shifted our attention to online events. So we still want to have these live events, but with Corona, we haven't done anything in a while. So um, we shifted everything to online events, which took a little bit of time to get coded. So we had a little bit of a, uh, like a, one or two week break to get ready and bring everything online. So once things moved online, we just constantly, I was the tech guy. So I was reporting to the developer what we need to do for the site. My business partner was the esports guy. He was already very connected with the Madden community, very connected with the FIFA and Apex community. So he was bringing people to the site and it was just working perfectly when we were both working hard at the same time. So um, things went well. We were growing constantly. We got a lot of new users from our MVP, which is minimum viable product, which is basically the minimum of the website that we need to get uh, basically clients coming through the site and traffic on the site. So, um, yeah, so things were growing great. And then Corona hit. For most companies, Corona was not good, but for us, as you can imagine, with everything online, it was a blessing in disguise. So our new years, our new users have been growing exponentially. Our site is taking off, and we are 
adding a lot of new features in. Um, an entire new front end should be coming by the end of this week. So I don't know when this is getting dropped, but probably by the time this is released, this episode, you guys will be able to see our new front end, which is a lot better than the one that we currently have. So I think this will really ramp things up and really take us to the next level. Um, so yeah, future's bright for Game Sharks. Um, now it's just a matter of talking to some connections and putting the right pieces in place to take Game Sharks to the next level. So you, you mentioned that you had to sort of transition and get the site back running and add a few different features and so on based on a few different requirements. Um, talk me through that phase uh, because obviously it's, it's not as easy as what you made it out to be through your talk, unless it is, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> but in, in, in usual circumstances, it can be tough finding developers, budgets are low, experience, oh, yeah. good, good developers are taken by the larger companies. Talk yes. us through that. So, talk us through that. So, yeah, it was a long process. We were basically starting the entire site over from scratch. So I didn't know anything about the previous site. I knew what the functionality of it was, but I didn't know how brackets are generated, how matches are randomly assigned or created and all that stuff. So I had to take a look into all that stuff, see all the small details in web development. So I've taken web development classes in my past, but nothing this complex. So I know like if, if I were to teach myself coding, it would take years for me to be able to code this kind of stuff. <laughs> so I knew we had, yeah, I knew we had to find a developer. So the development search took a while because you don't want to, you don't want to hire the wrong guy, basically. If you hire the wrong guy and they don't know what they're doing, they're asking tons of questions because they don't know what the purpose of your site is, then it's not going to work out. So the number one thing we were looking for when we were hiring a developer was someone who played video games, someone who's interested in gaming. So no matter what people tell you, this is the number one thing I got from Jay Wright, Villanova's basketball coach. The attitude is the most important thing. If you don't have a good attitude towards your work or towards whatever you're doing, you're not going to be successful. So I had to find a guy who was interested in the work naturally. So you can find the most qualified guy in the world who has 20 years of experience, worked for Google and big companies like that. But if they don't know what a bracket, or they don't know what video games are and anything that has to do with video games and like kill races for Call of Duty and Fortnite and all that kind of stuff that, you have to get into, then it's going to be a lot more money. It's going to take a lot more time than working with someone who actually understands it and you don't need to actually teach them the subject. So the number one goal was finding someone who was interested in esports. So as you can imagine, um, that's what we were looking for. That's what we got. I'm very picky. I always have to get exactly what I want or else why spend money on something? Why settle for something? That's my that's my idea of everything. If you're going to buy something or you're going to do something, you do it to the best of your ability and it will last a lot longer. It will make you a lot happier for the long run. Like I just got, this is off topic. I just got these new pair of shorts. Um, they're more expensive than most shorts that I would buy, but they're going to last me for a while. I can tell I like them a lot. So that's kind of the idea behind that. Um, so not everything was smooth sailing from the beginning first week of development we had one we had we hired two developers one guy did all of his work and knew what he was doing and another guy we hired 
Um, he had a huge esports community, like 13,000 guys. That's what he told us. Uh, he showed it to us too online. So we believed him and all that. Um, but he didn't really do his work. So he basically scammed us. So you always got to be careful of scammers and people trying to just take your money. So he scammed us the first week. I was smart enough to catch him right away and fired him after second or third week of him not doing any work. So we only paid him the first week. I said, I'm not paying you until I actually see some results. And turns out my um, feelings on him were right. And he was trying to scam. He wasn't really trying to do any work. So there's always going to be problems. There's always going to be people problems that you need to worry about and people problems that you need to address. But it's a lot to, it's a lot to worry after it worry about at one time but you just if it's your main focus in life then you'll be able to do it uh, there you go so you said that you guys have a new front end coming through um hopefully by the end of this week this will go live pretty much by the end of, by the end of today um what's next after that i mean new front end new options gaming options what does the next couple of years look like for, for you guys? How do you guys evolve and become like, how does, uh, how, how do you stop working wherever you work and just this becomes your main gig? I mean, that's everyone's dream most of the time. Right. So we have plans to keep on expanding. We don't ever plan on stopping until GameSharks is the biggest gaming site for gamers. GameSharks.com with the Z. So we plan on, basically becoming the Facebook for gamers. Um, that was our original idea. That's what it was for a while. And then Facebook recently came out with Facebook gaming. So I don't think that's a bad thing. I just think it helps grow the community even more. So all these gaming sites, all they do for us is help grow the community even more. We know that we're going to provide the best product because I'm a perfectionist. I'm going to make sure it's there. So all tournaments will be, like you can do whatever kind of tournament you want against whoever you want, any kind of dollar value, whatever you want to play. Um, we plan on adding uh, features that makes it more user-friendly for users to stay on the site for longer, play some games, uh, communicate with others in the community, uh, schedule like times to get together with other people in the community. Uh, we also plan on adding organizations to the site. So, um, some other similar sites have organizations. You can join them um, on our site and be a part of a team on our site. We also plan on creating our own gaming team, but we only plan on doing this once the site is running and has tons of tournaments going where we can have qualifiers for these tournaments. So you're going to have to play on our site in tournaments to qualify for our teams. Um, and we plan on playing against other big organizations like Barstool. I know that they just created a team of hooligans. Uh, we want to play against them. We want to play against other big teams and just get a name out there. Um, we plan on having our Twitch going at 24-7. We want to have wow. – basically, if people want to – yeah, if people want to stream on our site, you're going to be able to post your stream from Twitch directly to our site and just watch streams and – um, basically everything that a gamer wants, we're trying to take the best features from the best sites that gamers use and implement it all into one place. So we take all suggestions. If anyone has any ideas, anything that you want to see, feel free to reach out. Uh, Gamesharks.com, we have a support 
at gamesharks.com email. Um, anyone has any ideas that you would want to see added, just let us know. We're all here for the community. So we figure hearing from the community is the best way to provide for the community. Um, but yeah, sky's the limit. We don't plan on stopping anytime soon. Um, yeah, you'll expect to see a lot within the next five years. Very nice. Awesome. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Perry, um, you've experienced a, a lot in life. You've, uh, so far, at the young age of 24. Um, if you were to give a college student who's looking to build a career in sports, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be actual with a league or a team, but you're still involved in sports betting, right? And you have right. an, an, an esports startup technology it's it's actually more than a startup it's been gone for a fair few years now what are three pieces of advice that you would share with, with somebody trying to build a career in sport um so if you want a career in sports you gotta put your name out there early you really gotta go outside the box and find ways to get hired so you need to like, so I had interviews with the Sixers. I really wanted to work for the Sixers for a while. So anything you can do, Google Sixers, like hiring manager, email them, just find an email that you like copy and paste your email to everyone, but change it up based on who you're talking to, their LinkedIn pro profile, see if you have any connections with them. Um, number one thing is connections. I'll keep on saying that connections are accountable for 80% of jobs in this world. That's something that I saw. I can't confirm that, but that's what I heard. Um, sounds accurate to me, me, my girlfriend, my sister, everyone has jobs from connections that I know. Um, so connections are the most important thing. Get your name out there. Don't be shy. Talk to people. Worst thing that can happen is they say, no, uh, you can't be afraid to fail. Failure is the most important thing in life. Like if you're confident in your failures, then you're going to be successful. Like every single class in high school, I sat like on my like on the edge of the chair raising my hand every single question half the times I was wrong half the times I was right but I was still learning and learning from my mistakes so you don't really learn unless you get first-hand experience if you're just sitting in the back not listening and not getting involved and everything's gonna go over your head but if you think this class is just about you and you get involved as much as you can and you're not afraid to fail then you're gonna be successful um, so with sports, another thing to get into sports, um, you really just got to be pushy. Like, so sports, they're always busy. You're always busy. Um, it's not going to be normal hours. I work weird hours currently. Like I'm working, I start today at noon, um, end at 8 p.m. Sometimes I need to live trade baseball games at night. Um, so the hours aren't going to be normal and you can't expect that going in so you have to be okay with that that's also a pretty big thing but at a young age you're going to realize that it's not that important to have such strict hours um, um you don't really have any responsibilities yet unless you're graduating college with a wife and kids then you don't have that many responsibilities that you need to be working or not working on weekends or not working after kids are done with school so it may suck now. Like it may seem like, oh, I don't want to work 11 to 7, but it really doesn't. Um, you get to sleep in. 
no one's really doing anything at five o'clock because most people still do work until later if they're not working in sports. Um, the sports world is definitely a great place to work coming out of college. Um, but yeah, you got to have flexible hours. You got to reach out to people and you can't be afraid to fail. But unless you are doing sports gambling, work for sports gambling, if you fail there, you can get fired. So if you post a bad line, <laughs> if you post a bad line or keep a bad line open for too long, then it's very visible and you can get like a lot of trouble for that. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Don't be scared to fail until it matters. Wow. There you go. Some very interesting insight. Um, Perry, thank you very much. You've been amazing. You've shared a ton of insight with us. Before we wrap things up, where can people get in touch with you online? Yeah, so if you want to get in touch with me, uh, Game Sharks Esports is our Instagram. Game Sharks LLC LLC is our, uh, I'll repeat that. Game Sharks LLC is our Twitter. Uh, Facebook, we're Game with Sharks. Uh, and then most importantly, go to Game Sharks with a Z.com. Just Game Sharks spelled with a Z, not actually with a Z but gamesharks.com and create an account, log in, play some matches. Um, if you have any questions, I'm always available to talk. Um, always open to talking to anyone. Um, that's another thing that I want to preach to everyone. No matter how big you get, don't be afraid to take a phone call from someone who you think is like just a child trying to pursue their dreams of becoming like an esports pro. Always talk to everyone you can. The worst thing that comes out of it is you meet another connection and that's another person to work with in the future. So never turn down a phone call, never turn down anyone who's trying to talk to you or interested in you. You never know where it can take you. Um, so yeah, reach out. I definitely want to talk to people. Um, always open to talking. That's why I'm actually on this podcast now because I wasn't, um, projecting any calls or anything. So I'm happy to be here. I'm happy that it turned out to be like this. And this is exactly what I'm talking about. So talk to everyone you can and things work out a good way for you. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Perry Sopinski, thank you very much for joining me on the Sports Finder podcast. Yep. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Sports Finder podcast. We'll catch you on our next episode. Y'all ready for this? <laughs>